Stoners, welcome back to another terrifying episode of High on Horror. And this week, we are going to the grocery store to work with the night shift people as we watch the late 80s slasher Intruder. Uh, this movie was brought to us by a returning guest of the show. Uh, hot off of his episode with the Mutilator, it's the great Mac East. Hey, buddy. Hey, yo, it's me, Mac East. What's up, guys? This is I'm fucking hyped to talk about this movie. It's yeah. It's, <laughs> for some reason, I don't want to get too far ahead, but I, this one stuck with me when I saw it like a long time ago. Yeah, we'll definitely get into that. <laughs> uh, I am one of your hosts, Josh, and joining me as always is Miles and Chris. What's up, buddies? Asa, Asa. By the way, <laughs> the return of the king, Mac East. <laughs> Welcome back, yeah. bro. First time with Chris. Yeah. This is Chris's first time with any guest on the on the show. Yeah. <laughs> I just found out he was going to be here like ten minutes ago. Josh told me. <laughs> <laughs> I thought yeah, this movie was going to be too crappy for his, you know, pinky up taste. <laughs> We usually only have guests when Chris is absent. <laughs> it's it's not A24, but I'll accept it. Um, uh, we, yeah, we'll get into this movie after we talk about some spooky stuff. I don't have any spooky stuff this week. I've been quite busy, but uh, Miles, I assume you have some spooky stuff? Um, Well, I saw the movie Pandorum again. Uh, I'm, oh. I'm right before the end of it. It's pretty good. It's Poor Man's Alien. So it's uh, I'm enjoying it though, and it's holding up so far. We're gonna see if it sticks the landing. I've always heard of it as a spiritual successor to Event Horizon. Yeah, it's got a little bit in common with that. Yeah. Yeah. Poor man's alien, not to be confused with the underwater poor man's alien underwater with <laughs> Kristen Bell. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. I w- I remember you guys talking about this on a different episode. I. I was I had no idea what you're talking about till just now. <laughs> <laughs> Who is it? It's it's Ben Foster and Dennis Quaid, right? Yeah, Dennis Quaid and the guy from Forty Days of Night who's yeah, just ben thirty days of night. The you won't give me what I want to eat. What I want to drink. <laughs> that guy. He's the main character. I don't know if you can he's really an Angel from the X Men. It's on a spaceship, right? Yeah, That's it's on the, a spaceship. The... They wake up and like hypersleep. It takes a while to get your memory back. So they're trying to figure out what's going on, and like the ship is just like all fucked up. So they're trying to figure out what's going on, and then there's monsters. So you know, go cool, go. Cool. Yeah, I think I think I have seen that forever ago. I actually did like that movie. Yeah, I remember liking it. I'm uh, hoping the ending sticks. If it does, it might be my next pick. We'll see. But what have you gotten into, Christopher? Um, pseudo spooky tomfoolery once more. Uh, I watched, I rewatched This Is the End um, (laughs) on Netflix today, and it's definitely spooky stuff. Yeah, there's some like (laughs) scary moments in it, some jump scares, but uh, yeah, the the giant demon getting his (laughs) like 20 story tall cock like severed by angel light was. (laughs) absolutely hysterical um great movie been a while since i rewatched it um lord and lord and miller uh made that one and then coincidentally i also was just watching before we started this recording uh cocaine bear nice i watched that the other day it was yeah. a little disappointing it was but it was fun yeah, yeah. i'm like it's exactly what it's supposed to be <laughs> i i just got to the part with the children eating the large amounts of cocaine oh, okay so i won't spoil it. there was a little too much random coming of age tale in that movie for me it didn't fit with the rest of the movie <laughs> i don't know um yeah so there was that um also i sent it to josh and miles but there was a dj at this weekend that did a remix of disturbs down with the sickness that was freaking awesome it was so heavy um and last but not least so i ordered this hoodie like almost four months ago and i got it for five dollars plus shipping oh shit uh last but not least i ordered this hoodie uh, like four months ago and I got it for like five bucks plus shipping. Um, and it's a scream hoodie. 
Wish.com, Mile style? No, it's uh, <laughs> it's from this brand. They just changed their name. They were called Assholes Live Forever, and now it's like <laughs> Alphas Live Forever or something stupid. Uh, I don't have any of their other clothes, but I saw this hoodie, and I was like, no freaking way. It's $5. Um, hold on. Let me show you the back. The front, we've got a heart with the uh, screen. Hey, stand up. Uh, yeah, you got to stand, stand up. up a little. Oh, I saw that. You posted this or something. Yeah, I feel cool. like I saw the. Yeah, he posted in the group chat. Yeah, oh. so I was pretty <laughs> stoked about that. Got some scream memorabilia. Um, and I want to say I ordered something horror related uh, late night last week. Just like I was online shopping late at night because I couldn't sleep. And so stay tuned. I can't remember what it was, but <laughs> <laughs> let you guess Excellent. that when it arrives. <laughs> That's fine. Oh, I Man. did do something else spooky. Sorry. Um, the guy who wrote Hannibal, he just wrote his first book since the Hannibal book series, and it's called Carrie, some, Carrie Mora, something like that, and uh, I started reading that, and that's definitely leaning towards horror. Anyway, Good so stuff. yeah, pretty exciting. That guy's back in the game, Thomas Harris. Hell yeah. Mac East, you got any of the spooky stuff? You watch anything? You buy anything? Uh, I guess Yellow Jacket Season 2. I just finished that up. Um, How is that? I watched the first one. I haven't seen the second. Season 2 has been good. I think the last episode was <laughs> was kind of a mess, and it, which is kind of disappointing because I've really... like That was like appointment TV for me, for, and I don't have a lot of that going on these days. But every Sunday, I was like, i got to watch Yellow Jackets. It's good, man. It's the, like the horror. It's not like full horror because there's a lot of like emotional beats with the like eating each other kind of shit but it when it does horror stuff it actually creeps you out like i watched you know me and my wife are watching with the lights off and we you know you kind of get that little creep vibe from certain like they know how to like juxtapose images really well it's a it's a good show i like it was that on paramount it's on stars which is probably why nobody watches it (laughs) yeah but but actually i think that's included on paramount plus now oh okay oh is it Um, okay yeah, I think yeah. so. Yeah, I rep I don't have. I recommend it. It's got like it's like girls when they're younger they crash, they have to survive in the wilderness, crazy shit happens. Very Lord and, of the Flies. Yeah, yeah. And then it's them as adults kind of dealing with you know, their lives like forty years later or some shit. Like and it kinda like jumps back and forth between the two timelines. Mm. Nice. Is the second season leaning into kind of like the paranormal stuff more or no? A little bit. There's definitely cannibal shit because season, <laughs> without spoilers, season one is a slow burn for that stuff. But yeah, cool. It, it definitely yeah. picks up the pace on all the all the creepy stuff in season two. <laughs> Hell yeah! Uh, quick question, you guys. Um, just kind of just a temperature check. Any good horror movies that y'all have heard about that like may be going under the radar that are coming out anytime soon? I know that Boogeyman movie is coming out. That could be Boogeyman nice. looks good. Yeah. yeah, it's got the little girl that played Princess Leia in it from Obi Wan. Yeah, uh, we got the trailer for that. Uh, what is it, Dracula's pirate ship or whatever? <laughs> what? Oh yeah, the last voyage of the Demeter. <laughs> yeah, and it looks good. Pirate ship. That's exactly what it is. Arg. <laughs> I gotta say, I, I like me some Dracula and some pie. I might. That's. I gotta look that up. It looks awesome. I'm actually. Yeah, it's about like the the about Dracula's coffin being like chartered over from the old world to the new world, and like what happens. Oh, that's cool. Over. Yeah, because yeah, that's like a big part of. Well, it's not a big part of the book, but like he does move his fucking coffin in the book on yeah. a ship. And, and that part dies on pretty, it. yeah, it's pretty creepy. That's cool. It's just focusing on that aspect. Oh, I like that. I yeah, it looks pretty out. creepy. I'd love to see some pirates try to bring down Dracula. <laughs> yeah, I gotta. I'm gonna look up that trailer. <laughs> Did you guys ever watch the Dracula TV show that was on Netflix? I didn't. There know was a Dracula TV show on Netflix. Yeah, it was like a BBC show that they adopted or something. No, but I, I mean, heard it was super good. I got to the opening credits and I saw someone's fingernails get ripped off in like the opening, and I was like, "Nope, not for me." Really? It's just oh. like in the credits, though. It's not like they fixate on it. It's just, yeah, it's really gross. Anyway, that, that's your line, Miles. Yep. That, I don't know why. <laughs> I just I don't do fingernail stuff very well. It really bugs okay. me out. Because there's some there's some kills in this movie, like. 
Yeah, they're fun. They're fun. Let's get into this movie. Yeah. Yeah. So, so Mac East loves kind of, I wouldn't say B horror, but like indie horror from the eighties, indie slashers. The last time he was on, we did the mutilator slash fall break. Yeah. (laughs) One of, one of the weirdest (laughs) yet most entertaining movies that I've ever seen. Chris, you've not yet to watch it. And I mean, you have to, you have to see this. I know you hate shitty horror, but it's not intentionally shit. It's not like can't be on purpose. I don't think it's it's fun. (laughs) I would argue that in some spots, (laughs) (laughs) the full house esque opening that this movie has. Would beg to differ. <laughs> I don't know what they were going for with that one. I really don't. It's, but in fact, the mo- the movie we're doing today, when I finished it on Tubi, the recommended movie that it wanted to autoplay was The Mutilist. Nice. Yep. No yeah. joke, mine too. Yeah. Wow, be a nice That's double funny. feature, honestly. Yeah, oh, yeah, they go together, <laughs> and they go together pretty well because this movie is from 1989. It's called Intruder, but it is definitely shot like a late 70s early 80s movie it does not this was made after all of the friday the 13th films and it it looks 10 years old it had no budget at all and you can tell it shows like they didn't they didn't do well with like hiding the fact that it had no but like the first evil dead had no budget still awesome movie this no budget and you can fucking tell like it's yeah all the money all the money is put into the effects of the kills yeah because there are some pretty interesting kills in this movie but other than that, it's like this was shot in two <laughs> two weeks, which is not very long to film a movie. They and, did get uh, uh, Emilio Estevez's sister. She they got one yeah. of the Sheen people it, somehow. Yeah, the main girl's <laughs> cashier friend is is Charlie Sheen, Emilio Estevez's little sister. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this movie's set in a grocery store. I feel um, like I just want to note that there's a ton of characters in this film, and I only know the names of like two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know the aim is of any of them. There's one, <laughs> one is like Bob or Bud, Jennifer, and uh, what was the killer or Craig? Uh, not the, the killer, but yeah, 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 Craig, Red yeah. Herring himself. Yeah, if you watch the trailer for this movie. The killer is not a secret at all. They show you who it is numerous <laughs> times through the trailer. But wow. when you watch the movie, it's supposed to be this big twist. That's interesting, man. Is. Also, I was also reading like the VHS tape of this had that dude on the cover as the killer. So I don't yeah. know why they decided not to hide it when this is obviously like a like a whodunit kind of horror movie. I, and this is like the the end of the era of slashers but these are the type of slasher movies that you would get in the early 80s when everyone was trying to jump on the bandwagon so this this movie is just kind of like out of time it's very odd but it is surprisingly interesting to watch the the it has both sam and ted (laughs) ramey in it as actors and and (laughs) bruce campbell I don't believe Sam Raimi's ever acted in anything else. <laughs> Isn't he the yeah. guy who brought us Gladiator? Is Sam, that Sam Raimi? Raimi? No, no, Sam Raimi's no, Evil Ridley Dead. I uh, got you, Ridley Scott. Yeah, Sam Raimi. Sam I was Raimi like, did the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man, Spider-Man movie. Man. Yes, that's it. Yeah. yeah. Either way, that's how far that guy went. We're, Josh, we were in the same room as Ted Raimi once. We were, yeah. Ted Raimi from Miles' favorite show, Master of Horrors. <laughs> All month long, we're talking Masters of Horror. You know, I was—I just want to say, I was trying to find that song today to listen to it, and I could not locate it. So if you could send me that. Like, or it's just, on Spotify. I, I typed in Masters of Horror rap, and it just did not show up, bro. Yep, you got to click on the disc dump and do some scrolling. <laughs> so, Mac, walk, walk us through it. How did you find this movie? What was your first thoughts? Your how many times have you seen this? This is actually only the, I think it's only the second time. I might have, it might be three times. Who's but your favorite I, character? Uh, <laughs> it's got to be the killer dude. I don't know his name, but he's fucking <laughs> awesome. <laughs> um, yeah, I I don't know. I I was like, there was a time is is a now failed blog, but I was trying to do a blog on slashers because like, one time I was like watching. Um, my bloody valentine the original and i was like this movie's fucking cool but like nobody talks about it at all like so i was like let me like look up slasher movies that i've never heard of because we just keep getting like this canon of slashers and this one came up so i just checked it out 
and I saw that fucking it it if you look it up, by the way, it it acts like Sam Raimi and Bruce Campbell are main characters based on the yeah. fucking, <laughs> based on the poster and everything. Their names are the top billing, and they're like barely in this fucking movie. Um, yeah, so I that, assume they must be friends with the director or something. I looked up trivia. I went to the Wikipedia. I figured it would be right there in production. There's no mention of it. They are at he, all. He actually has credit like a few writing credits on evil dead 2 the director of this movie and he's in spider-man 2 i believe he gets his pizza stolen by spider-man he directed this and then directed nothing for the longest (laughs) time and then directed hostile 3 out of nowhere did he i didn't even know (laughs) that (laughs) wow did you see what his first thing he directed was it was um the hand that helps or something like that and it's the the glove from Hamburger Helper is an evil puppet that what? fights people. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, I was watching great. the trailer for that. I was like, "Holy shit, this exists! <laughs> this is crazy." <laughs> the trailer um, for this movie is great. The narration—it's the classic trailer voice guy, and he's I like, miss that guy. "He's slashing prices, <laughs> <laughs> chopping the produce." <laughs> did they did they put in the line where he cuz it sounded like a sound bite where he's like, "I'm just crazy about this store." <laughs> yeah, that's how the trailer ends. <laughs> cuz that when he says it, you're like, "Wow, that like was in the trailer somewhere or something." Like. <laughs> this movie's absurd. <laughs> I will say conceptually, I really liked it before I watched it. I was like, "Okay, killer breaking into a grocery store, murdering all the employees." But it was also really funny to me throughout. Like, they were, it seemed like they had been closed for an eternity. And they're just like doing all of this stuff. And the guy's like, yeah, and this place is closing next week. And they're like, all right, we're going to work our entire night shift. Like, nobody's like, fuck this job. Yeah, right? It's such a weird choice. Like, I would, and they're like supposed to be teenagers. I would, I would have been out. Like, yeah. you firing me? Well, <laughs> yeah, he did promise that nobody bonus. works during the day. Only work gets done once the doors <laughs> are locked. <laughs> well, the, the weird thing, too, is he tells them all, the one manager, that they have to put, like, 50% price tags on everything in the store. Like, I know pr- I've worked in a supermarket. Their their profit margin is very small. You can't put everything 50% off. Like, that's, no. that's ridiculous. No. <laughs> yeah. Also, can't you just make a sign up front that says everything's half <laughs> off? <laughs> <laughs> Damn, plot hole number one. Or, like no. one of the, be- the best kills in this movie, when the woman falls down the slide and there is a man who's literally cut in half <laughs> with a half off sign on that. his body. <laughs> But, yeah, this movie is all about a grocery store once it's closed and, and the night shift. This It was originally called Night Shift. And they were like, no, nah, that's not good enough. Let's change it to Intruder, even though it turns out that there is no Intruder. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The killer that's is a, not an Intruder at all. That's a shitty time. In, night Shift is much better. I, whatever. Intruder sounds like a spy espionage film. <laughs> right. It it doesn't sound like a killer movie and if it was, it would I would feel like it would be a home invasion story, not a grocery store yeah. break in. <laughs> <laughs> the the thing well, I will say Oh sorry. The thing I no, will no, say no, no, is the supermarket setting is actually really inter- like that's not something you see every day. Like it's pretty interesting. I totally agree. It's like I buy it a lot more than like in Chucky when they're fighting in the toy store. Uh, and I think my biggest criticism of this movie was I wish we could have seen more kills like in the aisles and stuff. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I would have loved yeah. to have seen him shove a soup can, like a can of Campbell's <laughs> soup down some guy's esophagus. Yeah. I wonder. It... Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Jess. It is cool from the aspect that the one of the trivia things said that this is uh, like the the director took a lot of inspiration from his time actually working at a grocery store. And if you have ever worked in like retail or anything, a lot of these kills are based off of like things you're like, this could kill you. This yep. could, that's what yep. they, the things they beat into your head. Like, don't don't fuck around with the compactor. This will cut, yeah. cut your fucking head off. Dude, that was like <laughs> and, that was like half my job at when I worked at Models, I was a shipping manager. So I had to cut up boxes all day, fucking stuffing that thing. 
And all you think about is, oh, man, my finger fucking could eat. Like, there's mad safety rails on this shit now. But, like, in the 80s, I I believe that you can push somebody in there and fucking kill them. But, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when, I would this, when I would crush boxes, power. I just thought about, like, how long would it take just pushing on my head before, like, the very instant I die. Like, l- feeling every bit of that pressure. That shit would... F- Freak me out five o'clock in the morning on unloading boxes. Like yeah, dude, that thing is so off. much, so much raw power when you're using it. You just, yeah, you can't help but imagine like fucked up shit happening. Uh, yeah, I don't ever want to be trapped, like compacted <laughs> in <laughs> any capacity. <laughs> what I don't want is to be uh, meat sawed through the fucking face, bro. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> That is the roughest kill. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Before before we talk about that, because I feel like that's the best kill. Yeah. Uh, right through the teeth. Uh, <laughs> God. All right. I do want to say, can we jump back for a second? When uh, Craig, is it, comes in yeah. and he's shouting at... I already forgot. Jennifer? Jessica? Jennifer. Yeah, Jennifer. yeah let's, let's walk through this a little bit. The loosest setup of this movie is that it's a grocery store, and the, our main character, Jennifer, is working the cash register, and her ex-boyfriend, fresh out of jail, comes in and is apparently the baddest motherfucker to ever walk the planet. Because... He starts giving her shit like, you're still my woman, and he's she's like, no. And her friend, Amelia Estevez's little sister, goes... Hey man, and he just goes, "Fuck you." <laughs> this scene had me dying laughing. Man. The fight scene is hilarious. First, yes. he fucking punches her in the face. She's like, "You're crazy." He's like, Don't fucking call me crazy. And he punches her in the fucking face. <laughs> Which that alone, like, should have set a different tone for the movie, but it doesn't. And then, <laughs> it was the eighties, baby. <laughs> and, then, and then they just jump this dude, and he fucking he holds his own really well. But like. My he favorite... literally kicks over six <laughs> yeah. people at once. <laughs> My favorite part is the manager dude has no idea what's going on. He comes up the alleyway, the the aisle, and they got this guy like wrapped up, and he just just immediately starts punching this dude in the gut. Like he wasn't even involved. <laughs> and he's throwing fists. Like oh, this man. I was like, oh, this is ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, there's one part where it's like there's eight of them on the left, all like fists up, and this is one dude and fucking. <laughs> Ted Raimi, idiot Ted Raimi, comes around the corner with a cup of coffee, and the guy just grabs him and throws him into a stack of Pepsi cans, <laughs> <laughs> and then runs off into the store somewhere. So that's why the film's called Intruder, because they're like, we got this guy in here somewhere. We got to flush him Hunt out. Hunt him and down. Then, <laughs> and, and, the, then and the longest 911 call of all time. <laughs> The two-hour-long 911 call where she doesn't get the address spat out by the end. Yeah. The only person to ever be put on hold by 911. <laughs> oh, my God. And the cops who show up are, like, fucking ridiculous. This old man, like... <laughs> Comedy relief. Yeah, it was so weird. He, he holds his card. He's like, this is the wrong card. The dialogue is so bad in this movie. <laughs> But they they go through that, and the manager goes, "All right, well that's that's enough excitement for the night." By the way, we're closing on the first, and you're all out of your jobs. Like that's not that's not gonna get the heart racing. (laughs) You're all fired. That's what I mean. She got punched in the fucking face by her boyfriend, her ex boyfriend, and nobody gives a shit. Like they're joking with her, they're fucking with her. Yeah, like 20 minutes later, one girl's like, hey, your nose is bleeding. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah, no shit. She got punched in the face by a full-grown man. Her nose must be broken. Her never stops bleeding the whole movie. There's, uh, It keeps happening. Like, he fucking, he got her good, man. That is one thing I like about this movie is that everyone tends to their wounds very regularly like you would in real life. If you got yeah. punched in the face and your nose was running, it would continue to bleed if you didn't take good care of it. Well, and and the there's a dude, a love interest, mm. out of nowhere finds this to be an opportune time to be like, Yo, hey, would you like to go on a date sometime? That's what I'm I know talking. You, I know you just got physically assaulted by your ex boyfriend. Yeah, they're like, get to work. But would you mind if I pin you down on this register and kiss your neck while you giggle? Yeah, it's so it's like 
it's so tone deaf, but hilarious at the same time. <laughs> and she goes, "We're gonna get in so much trouble, ha ha ha!" And it's like, "Are you? Yeah. You just got assaulted at work while your boss did nothing. I think you got a strong case to kind of do whatever the fuck you want." Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. But then the rest of the movie is just kind of a uh, there's there's POV, yep. <laughs> which it's it's kind of all over the place. It's killer POV, but it's not the killer's POV. It's the, the oh, yeah. tough guy ex-boyfriend outside just kind of skulking around the building. <laughs> but he's not the killer at all. Yeah, I think the first, like, maybe 25, 30 minutes of this movie, outside of, like, the hilarious fight and all that, it's it's kind of slow because these characters suck, man. Like, they don't they don't even have a thing. None, most of them don't even have a thing. Like, you can, yeah. like grab onto. <laughs> Most why... of them don't even have lines of dialogue. Like <laughs> Sam and Ted Raimi, I don't believe, say anything at all. <laughs> That's why I was having a real hard time telling who, like, who was who, you know? Yeah. Yeah, once the killing starts, it's cool, but they're just, like, it's just snow. Like, they're just kill, 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 kill. It's like every no. scene is just set up for a kill. And it's fine. Like, the kills are good, but at the same time, like, you don't give a shit about any of these people. Like, you can't even get, like... There's no, like... You're not nervous for them or nothing. You don't give a shit. There was a prolonged conversation about how much a future employer will pay a cashier. Yeah! In the <laughs> like, why is some of this shit in this movie? That conversation is so bad. It looks like like a, like... After-school special kind of, like, dial... Like, they're... She's just so bad, and she's the lead, and she's so she's the worst actor in that scene. <laughs> it's so weird too. He's like, "Yeah, I think they'd hire you down there." She's like, "Well, how? What would it pay?" He's like, "Well, I can't speak to that." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Then he he like they all have lunch together, I guess, and he like tells this weird fucking story about this. He was a volunteer fireman, and he like. Yeah, th- at the end, spoiler alert, I think it's him, but they, they he, there's a dude who walks down the street with this guy's head eating a hamburger or something, and that's why he quit. Or I don't know. It's just a not a well-told story, like, at all. No. Yeah, it's... <laughs> yeah, he quit being a firefighter because he saw some fucked up shit, and it's like, yeah, dude, that's what firefighters yeah. do every day. They see a lot of fucked up shit. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? Yeah, that scene is weird. And then I guess it kind of, it's it's sort of reveal at the end that he's the guy and he just i guess he's the psychopath that doesn't i don't know his favorite thing is to eat sandwiches and carry heads at the same time (laughs) he's like skipping along with the head eating a fucking sandwich with bloody hands like oh my god yeah it takes about 35 minutes or so to get to the actual killing and then it's pretty steady and then you can see like oh this movie is just pretty much for the practical effects yeah, done by yeah. Greg Nicotero, Chris's yeah. favorite. <laughs> oh, he's a beast. Not McGarris. Mc, McGarris on the practical effects. <laughs> <laughs> and of, uh... yeah, I mean, there isn't much more to the movie. Like once the kills happen, it's just like who's next, who's next, who's next. There's because there's no real story going going further. Like, they, they try to act like there's going to be a little bit because the boyfriend calls at one point. Yeah. And is being a dickhead on the phone and then keeps, like, lurking around outside. But the phone calls don't continue throughout the entire movie. And he just kind of stops showing up at one point. So it's mostly just, like, this guy gets killed out back and without everyone else knowing. Somehow, in a, a quiet closed grocery store no one's hearing the blood curdling screams of their fellow employees <laughs> and and they, that's one thing about this is whenever anyone's in death throes in this movie the screaming is loud and long <laughs> they go for it these actors and they don't have the capability to go for it but they There's go that for one, it the one guy that gets it we'll get to where it happens because we have to talk about it where he gets his face cut in half before he gets his face cut in half, he gets dragged across an entire room, and the whole time he's like, "Help me! Help me!" <laughs> and nobody hears him. <laughs> That's the funniest scene in the movie. <laughs> the yeah. one manager guy legit has the intercom on. He's like, 
I'm so good. Like, <laughs> like feedback. <laughs> yeah, that one. That one was like, how? Like, what the fuck? And then he. It, what was cool, I thought though, was the killer actually like looks out the window to see if anybody was like alerted, and nobody gives a fuck. But yeah. <laughs> so what happens they when you have... tell them they're all fired next week? Yeah. <laughs> one one cashier girl's getting beat by her boyfriend. Amelia Estevez's little sister is hitting like the silent alarm which is a bell in the manager's office and it's the two managers and the one guy's a dick and the other guy's nice and the nice guy's like oh i think the girls needs me and the guy's like nope nope you got to sign this contract here like they'll be all right <laughs> and he's like well at least let me look out the window and he's like you're all right i guess <laughs> and he like looks out and sees all this huge ruckus and they're just like yeah, all right. I'm going to need this contract. <laughs> yeah, he, he says something like they've never used that alarm right once or something. I don't know. Like, yeah, it's something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that guy's a dickhead. Um, one other thing before the kills start, uh, the manager, the nice manager, I think his name's like, is it Danny? Whatever. Whatever his name is, the killer. He gets fucking bashed in the head with a hammer. And that that's another weird fight scene with that guy, Craig. Because he's like, Craig's in a fucking dumpster. Like, I don't know what the fuck he's doing in there. And this dude lifts him out the dumpster, like, with one hand and throws him out. They have a fight over yeah. the hammer, and he bashes him in the fucking head with the hammer. Maybe that's what <gasps> sets him on a killing spree. But when he when he lifts that dude over the track, there's a few moments where, like, some of the actors hit their marks too early. Like, he threw himself over that dumpster while the guy's hand was on him. Like, you could tell he jumped, you know? And, like, yeah. later yeah, on, the someone metal gets grabbed lid, in like, the head. almost cuts his head off. <laughs> yeah, like, like it's, there's just so many moments where the actors miss their marks. And it made me laugh every time. Like, one guy, they try and grab his head, and he, like, jumps forward into the grip and is already, like, freaking out before the hands are even <laughs> on him. Like, it's it's such a great movie. Oh, my God. I love this movie. <laughs> well, it's so weird, too, when he's revealed to be the killer, because it's like, isn't this a twist? And it's like, well, why would we think he was a killer? We assumed he was dead. He got yeah. hit in the skull with a hammer. Like, why would he be up walking around killing people? <laughs> Yeah, I you can't guess the killer of this. I mean, I guess they tell you everywhere possible, but if you watch this blind, there's no way you can guess it. Yeah, I, I had no idea. No idea. I didn't see the cover. I didn't realize he was the killer on the cover. I just clicked the movie. So I literally was like, like at the very end, I'm like, wait, what? So this guy Craig is also just hyper-violent, too? Like... <laughs> Yeah, like, I mean, like, he, he's got good motive, but it it, <laughs> it comes out of nowhere. <laughs> yeah, the motive for the killer is actually pretty interesting, and the fact that he like he's like, I want this fucking supermarket, and then he just can't stop killing once he starts killing because he just gets carried away or whatever, which is pretty funny. Um, yeah, like you only guy. really had to kill the one guy, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then the, and then the supermarket would have been his. <laughs> Which, by the way, that kill's fun, too. Uh, I think it's the... I guess it's the... I mean, Emilio Estevez's sister gets killed off-screen, so this technically is the first real kill you see, is the other manager. Get his yeah, fucking could... face pushed. Yeah, Yeah, one of those, like, spikes you have for your receipts to keep all your receipts in order. He, like, slowly pushes his eyeball through it. Ugh. Yeah, that's, that's just fucked up. And it bleeds onto the lamp and turns the whole room red with the light. That was pretty cool effect. That was really cool. There was actually a few scenes in this movie that have, like, some interesting, like, not just camera work, but, like, things like that. Like, it kind of, they were a little creative at times. Um, I liked the, I liked a lot of the shots that were, like, above the supermarket where you could, like, see everybody, like, walking around and stuff. Like, those shots yeah. were cool. Yeah. Like, I'm just imagining in a modern film, like, if they were to do a similar premise to movie, how sick it would be to watch someone, like, hunting someone else through a supermarket, like, Pac-Man view. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You know, like... You could have drones just fucking following people. That'd be awesome. Man comes in and roughs up the self-check machine and then (laughs) starts physically assaulting the robot that mops the floor. Damn, though, I would. I need to see that. Oh man. Then I, I couldn't even tell you what the next kill is like in order, but like <laughs> the guy starts... with the headphones was so incredible to me because that's was... Ted Raimi. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Ted Raimi is listening to the same song every moment he's on the screen, <laughs> and it sounds movie. like Adrian Brody's best day ever. It's, that's <laughs> what it sounds like. That video. Oh my god. <laughs> 
So there's that weird scene where he's cutting watermelon, yeah. but he won't cut it. He, it's like it's like one of those videos online that's like made to piss you off where they cut a pizza wrong or whatever. Yeah. He's just like weirdly slicing away at the middle of it, and it looks so dangerous, like he could hurt himself at any moment. And he pulls and he out like a big a giant, bowl. Yeah, he just picks up a fistful of it and jams it in his mouth. Yeah, and he he has like I don't think oh he has one line of dialogue where he says he beat the shit out of Craig one time or something. <laughs> the look, yeah, the look on his face. They're like, hey, you remember this guy? And he's like, oh, that guy. Yeah, I kicked the shit out of him once. <laughs> and then they're like, well, we just had a fight with him up front, and he's like, oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, how about the other guy? But is it Bud or but something like that? He talks about how he's like, and the shot is like through like. A, the stoner guy yeah they're like like it's almost like a window reflection and he's telling the story of how they were friends and then the guy got like addicted to drugs and then he's selling drugs <laughs> <laughs> it's the craziest story he's like you beat the shit out of me until my brother hit him with a blender <laughs> yeah yeah he's like i would have died if my my brother hadn't repeatedly beat him in the head with a blender and he goes the chick's like with a blender and he's like yeah <laughs> with uh, what was the Beach. brand? Yeah, he's like with that <laughs> Hamilton Beach blend. <laughs> yeah, that was fucking ridiculous. <laughs> I really enjoyed the stoner too. He was a good time. Yo, was... he bugs the fuck out at one point on the guy. Like the guy jumps in through the beers, and he's like, "Yo, what the fuck's wrong with you?" Just start screaming at him. Like, yo, relax, man. <laughs> <laughs> There's multiple lines of dialogue in this movie that I feel like are just like a fever dream. <laughs> I really enjoy the fact that the majority of the kills have like some sort of grocery store sign involved. Yeah. Like Ten Raimi gets a knife to the back of the head and when he falls, the camera's like zooms in on a sign that says like beware, knives might be sharp. Yeah. <laughs> and then there's the guy with the half off. He's literally in Two different halves of his body are in two different garbage cans. Yeah. And there's a sign that says sale half off. I love that. I love that. <laughs> and there was another one, too. I can't remember what the other one was, though. There was another one where, where there was a sign. Oh, damn, I can't. I don't remember. The kills come real, real. Once the kills start, they're like bang, bang, bang. They they really bust them out. Yeah, basically, when you see a character, you basically know they're gonna die because that's just becomes the formula of the movie. It's like they're alone, they hear a noise, they go to the <laughs> noise, they fucking get murdered horribly. <laughs> Every kill in this movie was good, except the off-screen one. I thought, yeah, that one sucked. Yeah, I don't know why they did it that way. Maybe they just ran out of money at that point. I don't know. They do come back to her later, though. They show her later. Okay, yeah. back to the back to the most gory kill now. Now that we've <laughs> we've paved the road, the face <laughs> saw, um, like the shot where it's like the above shot staring into his mouth, and it's just teeth for days. Oh, um, yeah. So we have like a belt saw. They show like, cutting chickens cutting... in half, like e with yeah. ease, just cutting fucking full chickens in half. Yeah, so it's like a, it's like a vertical blade, <laughs> and the killer just puts this dude's head on it, and he's looking straight up at the ceiling, and so you get this downward shot, and he just pushes his head through it, and it cuts like through his upper jaw and his nose, and it oh is. My God horrifying to watch yeah. <laughs> it's so good like it's fucking brutal man yeah that, that was the best kill in my opinion for well, that is the, the brain stem that's when he stops screaming so it's like halfway through he's aware of what's going on and he's just silent yeah he's he's the he's the worst screamer of them all he's fucking high pitched just fucking ah! <laughs> <laughs> which is the sound you'd make if your head was going towards one of those like i know <laughs> Was like I said, was getting dragged across the ground. Yeah, forever. Yeah, he tries to grab a butcher's knife, but his like hand just slides over it. <laughs> yeah, that that would have me frustrated. Like, yo, fucking get it, man. Like, I don't know if it would have helped anyway. For some reason, this guy's super strong. Like, the stoner <laughs> guy is like not a little guy, and he fucking carries that dude too, and he fucking puts his head in there. 
crushes him in, in the, the box cutter. That was pretty dope, too. Like, you expect the kills to go one way. Like, okay, he's going to chop this guy's head off at the neck, and he doesn't. Or he's going to throw this guy's whole body in the crusher and crush him. No, he just crushes his forehead. Man. Yeah, yeah, it puts his head in the compactor, but only, like, halfway. So it just takes the top of his head off. Ugh. Yeah, like I we talked about before, I work, you know, working with that machine and watching that is, like, it, it really, like, hit me somewhere inside. Like, ugh. Well, we didn't even mention that the way that the guy who, uh the saw kill that we were talking about the way that he finds out that the killer there is a killer is the killer throws a box cutter that's open yeah. like four <laughs> aisles over and the dude tries to catch it and cuts himself <laughs> what the fuck dick yo that's a dick move man even from a killer this is bullshit <laughs> and then i think the only other kill is well <laughs> There's one real fast, but the only other main character kill is Sam Raimi, who is the butcher. Yeah. And the killer just grabs him and picks him up <laughs> off his feet <laughs> and puts him, like, under his mouth, like, fish hooks him through a, a meat hook up yeah. on the ceiling. That was pretty good, and, too. Yeah, that's... Ooh. A non-lethal just, move, by the way. Like, yeah, he should have been he, fine. Yeah, he just dies. He should be flopping around like a, like a fish, but he's not. And at the end, she uses his body to block the door. She's like... Yeah, it was pretty cool. She, like, like <laughs> grabs it with a meat hook and pulls him over. There's another kill. The, the guy who's... He's just in the beer fridge the whole time. He's real pissed when that door is open for some reason. He's, like, watching them make out Jessica and the guy, the love interest guy. And then he's, like, watching that. And he just gets stabbed through, but he sh he splurts, like, a good amount of blood. I love oh. the scene where they see him in the fridge and they think he's alive. The, the stoner guy does. Yeah, that scene is cool. I was going to say, the sound design for when people are getting cut up is specifically very like squelchy and wet <laughs> and like very loud and prolonged it's just super gruesome which i really liked actually yeah this, this movie hits with those kills man <laughs> there's a lot of like body part stuff too like ted Raimi's eating olives out of a jar at one point there's an eyeball in it that he yeah. doesn't see uh, the girl is going through the the butcher's like freezer and she finds like a shrink wrapped hand. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh my god, I died. There's one point where there's a jump scare where she's standing and like talking to somebody and she just shoots her head over her shoulder and it's like a magazine of somebody screaming. Like Sting. I, it's, it's Sting. sting. Is that yeah. Sting? Oh my god, <laughs> I fell out of my chair laughing so hard at that. That was the funniest shit I've ever seen in my life. And uh there's um what I actually there's actually like a really creepy I can't remember who it is if it's Jessica or the love interest dude but he's climbing down the stairs I think it's a love interest dude and the fucking manager with his one eye fucking pops out and he's like uh, and he's fucking <laughs> he's eyes like just... help me and he's like get the fuck off <laughs> <laughs> yo he looked creepy as shit and then when he's in the attic they got all the fucking creepy ass masks that shit looked cool man the masks in the attic were creepy as fuck yeah this movie had a lot going for it for a no budget movie yeah, I just, there's no, with no budget, there's no reason there couldn't have been a little more character development for at least one or two characters. Not, I don't even need, like, crazy characters. Just give me something to latch on to. I needed to know how much she was going to make as a cashier at another grocery <laughs> store. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Yo, oh, my God. They beat the shit out of the bad guy at the end, right? Like, that's a whole thing we didn't talk about yet. Yeah, yeah, eventually, she goes to, like, leave... Because there's a bread, a guy yeah. delivering bread, and she's like, "Oh, thank God!" And she runs up to the door. He's immediately stabbed. <laughs> He's spitting that, blood all over the door. That shot is really cool, actually, because the blood—he like slides down the door. There's blood everywhere, and then you just see the the dude's face, the killer, with like blood all over his face, but it's like on the window. It looks awesome. And him chasing right, her. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, I guess right before that is where we get revealed to the killers because she still thinks it's the guy, and you're still supposed to believe it's the the boyfriend. Yeah, she hits and, him in the in the neck with a hook, <laughs> Craig. <laughs> yeah, she had been like running from the killer, but she never saw him. She only saw his hand, and she like meat hooked him in the hand. Yeah, and then. The kill the the boyfriend comes back in and she meat hooks him in the neck immediately and that fall he takes 
like it, the camera angle doesn't change, so this is real. He like falls into a grocery <laughs> cart and then like tumbles the grocery <laughs> cart over, and I'm like, holy shit, that was to hurt like a motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one, man. <laughs> and then the assistant manager, whoever he is, shows up, and she's like, oh, thank God. He killed everybody, and he's like, it's all right. I'll call the cops. <laughs> <laughs> and she has this, like, revelation that, like, as he was holding on to her, she's now covered in somebody else's blood. <laughs> <laughs> and I think they fucked up here because she hooked him in one hand. She hooked him in the right hand. When you see him on the phone, she's looking over, and he's holding the phone with his left hand, and he has a hole in it. I and his that hand's covered in blood. Up. But then when he's running after, like she's like, "Oh shit, it's him!" and she runs, and he does that really cool thing where he's running on top of the cash yeah, register. Yeah, I love that. I love. And that. he's grabbing him. They that was terrifying whole... when he was running across <laughs> those. Like that was truly he's like, like super villain shit. <laughs> yeah, it was awesome. But they put the holes on both of his hands, <laughs> for basically for like continuity's sake. Like no matter what angle we're at, we'll, like we didn't fuck this up. Um. I also wanted to mention there was one kill where, like, he cut someone's hand off and threw it in the lobster tank. Yeah. And that comes back a couple times, which I thought was funny. Yeah, it's just in the background. Like, the lobster's <laughs> just hanging out with this fucking hand. I like how, like, he's killing the whole time, but we're getting, like, like, throughout, like you mentioned it a little earlier, Josh, but it happens a lot in this movie where you just see body parts and all sorts of random, like, he's, <laughs> not only is he killing them, he's dismembering them and leaving them, like, all over, like, there's a part where Jessica's hiding and there's just legs behind her. Hmm. Or, yo, how about this one, the fucking love interest guy, he's, like, thinks he's being pranked and he goes in the bathroom and it's just bloody feet in shoes. Oh, yeah. And he's like, nice <laughs> job, guys, pig's feet, fucking pig's feet. <laughs> <laughs> You're not like, getting a rise out of me. You're not getting one. <laughs> it was so ridiculous. <laughs> but so, so Jessica's on the run from this maniac because he just completely loses his mind. She's like, "What are you doing?" And that's where we get the line where he's, she like spits on his face and he's like, "What do I? What? What can I say? I'm just crazy about this store." And he's like maniacally laughing. Dude, when she and spits on his face, he licks it. So she like runs away and hides behind like a pre-bagged popcorn display. Oh my god. <laughs> By the way, popcorn and... is like double the price of cigarettes at this time period. <laughs> yeah, for real. It was like <laughs> it was like a dollar seventy for cigarettes <laughs> and three dollars for popcorn. I just couldn't I was like, God damn. And this is where my favorite part of the movie happens. He's he finds her. He starts, like, slashing at her behind the display, and she just runs off. And he's, like, chasing her through the aisles. And he comes across, he comes down one aisle, and there's a couple of rolls of paper towels on the floor. Yeah. <laughs> and even in his pursuit, he's got, like, a bloody butcher's knife. He stops and put pens over and puts the paper towels back up on the shelf and then, like, picks his, yeah. picks his cleaver back up and starts chasing her again. He's crazy so about the store, stupid. Josh. It's, so, it's, it's right in line with his character. He's crazy about the store. <laughs> it was amazing. <laughs> he's actually, he's great. Like, when he's revealed and he's just in, like, his fucking craziness, he's good. Like, mm-hmm. He is, he, like, is, he goes full insane. Dude, she sees the, the manager's fucking... head yeah, at one the point. Head, and he stands up and it's a fucking... He's got it on his head he's... like a puppet. <laughs> and she just sees a head and it's like, help me, help me. And she like goes over and then it comes up and it's him. <laughs> and he's got the dude's head on his hand. He's like working the mouth. <laughs> dude, and they're face to face, like maybe like a foot apart. And he's holding this head up to next to his head. And she's looking. It's just the craziest shot. Like it's fucking insane. <laughs> And she gets away again, and boyfriend isn't dead. Ex-boyfriend isn't dead. He, like, grabs her and is like, shh, like, yeah, we're, I snuck in through the bathroom so we can sneak out of the bathroom. And then homeboy comes out of nowhere and starts beating ex-boyfriend to death yeah, with the severed with the head. head. <laughs> <laughs> he just gets beat and fuck. Yo, he gets just ass. And she ditches him bad. Which, fuck Craig, but she ditches yeah, him. <laughs> So she gets outside, and she goes to get in her car, and Amelia West of his little sister is stabbed to death in there. She's got a big butcher's knife in her chest. 
And then the arms shoot out from below the car and drag her under the car. And as soon and the and he pulls her out and he's like, "I'm gonna cut you now." And he raises up the the butcher's knife and she had pulled the knife out of the the dead girl and stabs him and he goes where'd you get that (laughs) (laughs) and then falls over and the prop clearly falls out of his chest when he falls so then they add a scene where like it comes dropping down and lands in a box right next to him. I like, love that they did that. I love that they added that. Instead of just like reshooting it, they were like, no, nah, we're using that. <laughs> so then she immediately goes to a payphone right next to the dead body and puts a dime in to call 911. 911 being a toll free number. <laughs> and as soon as she gets to talking to somebody, he like punches through the side. And he's trying to get her. He pushes the fucking phone booth over. I thought it was a nice touch when the glass like lands on her face. Yeah, like, it was cool. That that scene was pretty cool. And then uh, ex boyfriend saves the day by just hacking this dude to pieces. Yeah, he fucks this dude up with a hatchet. <laughs> he hatches the shit out. Th- Yo, he hatches through his fucking like in between into like, his the middle hand. And, yeah, yeah. He just this fuck- dude's oh. got experience with murder. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we didn't mention he actually murdered somebody. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But it was if an only, accident. If only the, yeah, she's like, so we were dating like two years ago for two months. Then we went to a bar and he got in a fight and he beat a man to death. And the, the other girl's like, he killed someone. She goes, well, it was an accident. It's like, well, not if they were fighting. <laughs> All I can say is. This man's lucky the killer didn't have a Hamilton Beach blender. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he Craig actually makes it to the end. I was surprised by that. So they yeah, they ha- they hatch at this man to death. And then the cops show up, one being played by Bruce Campbell. Oh, and- they're aggressive. They are aggressive <laughs> <Yeah>. cops. <laughs> they are the worst cops ever. They just literally grab them and like slam them against the hood, and they're like, what the fuck? We didn't do anything. And they're like, well, there's a dead body there. You clearly killed this man. And they're like, no, like he's the he's the killer. <laughs> and and then the, the guy, the killer, isn't dead, and he goes, they did it. They, they killed everyone inside. And the cops are just like, I guess you did. And they're like, what? And they're like, yep, you're going to jail. The cops like snatching the girl by the hair. And yeah, like, I said, shut the fuck up. Yeah, he was really grabbing him by the hair. Like, even the dude, I was like, oh, that had to hurt. Like, good God. So Bruce Campbell like goes inside. You don't see him go inside. He just like disappears and he comes back and he's like, yeah, it's a bloodbath in there. These two maniacs must have killed all these people. <laughs> I actually really like this, like, because I've I've watched so many slashers. Scream is probably the worst one with this, but where the fucking heroes killed the killers, and they just like the cops don't even ask; they just let them go, like right afterwards. And it's just like people are dead by the hand of the person you're just letting walk away. They they would take them at least to ask some fucking questions. Like, yeah, you'd at least go downtown. <laughs> Like so, I think it's pretty cool that like they kind of play with that idea of like the 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 survivors obviously look guilty as fuck in a way. Like I mean, the dude's got hatchet marks all over him in the fucking phone booth. I just like uh the the guys like like he does that part where he's like they did it they killed everyone and then like no we didn't blah, blah, blah. and they're like slamming him against the car and then it cuts back to the killer one more time and he's just like yeah. <laughs> he <does. laughs> got him <laughs> i need a sequel where they went to jail for life and he's just running the supermarket that he loves so much <laughs> yeah he, he recovered <laughs> hero hero grocery shop owners and the they're <laughs> they're the intruders they get out of jail yes. and they come and try to kill him in Home Alone style, but he's got it all ready awesome. for. That would be breathe. so good. Give me a Don't Breathe 2 scenario where in the first movie he's like turkey basting women with his, with his seed, and in the second movie he's like a protective surrogate father to a little girl. Jesus. I love that story. That is what we need from this movie, a sequel. He's the, he's the hero. I was thinking like a gritty reboot. Like, I don't know. I feel like we could have a lot of good contenders for how this could go if it got rebooted. And I think it would work in today's audience probably as well, if not better, than it did back then. Yeah. 
Yeah, where bloodshed is a pleasure. <laughs> I, I, I'm with you, Miles. I think that this could be done really well. Like, I'm, I, they'd probably clean up the kills a little bit too much for me, but I, I like this setting a lot. I think that there's like a lot to work with in in terms of a movie. I mean, obviously the movie's full of holes, but I think that there's a lot to work with. I think this could work in uh, reboots. I would watch the shit out of a remake of this. Yeah, even if you did a modern one that was still set in the 80s, it yeah. could be a, a cool oh, throwback that would be cool. movie. Yeah, that would Starring be cool. Florence Pugh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Jeffrey Dean Morgan as the grocery store owner. <laughs> <laughs> I'd watch the shit out of that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll watch anything with Florence Pugh. Let's make this bad boy. <laughs> uh, the killer hat or the uh, the boyfriend has to be the dude who plays Pennywise, Skarsgård. Oh, yeah, Skarsgård. He oh, yeah. be the he's the perfect red herring man. He's like, I loved you. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking loved you. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Although I think a woman getting punched in the face in 2023 might send a different tone. I don't know if they. No, Chris, it's set the... in the 80s. It would end the movie. It would I be know. like, oh, she's got to go to like therapy now. Yeah. It's the end of the movie. Like, yeah. Yeah, you, you can't put the. You can't get put the Curb Your Enthusiasm music behind the kills. <laughs> Imagine getting punched in the face by your like stalker ex-boyfriend and just continuing working like nothing happened. In like, front of your fellow After employees. being fired. Yeah. <laughs> well, imagine that happening at work and your boss doesn't go, are you okay? Would you, do you need to take the rest of the day off? That's, <laughs> like, dude, this is, that's got to be the tagline for this episode. It's like, you think your worst day at work is bad? <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! I know it's like she gets beat up by her boyfriend. That's like, that's like point A. Like that's the <laughs> beginning, just the ice, the tip of the iceberg of the worst night of her life. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so what are we rating this bad boy? Hmm. I feel like Blenders is the only option. Uh, Hamilton, Hamilton Beach, Beach is. <laughs> Hamilton Beach Blenders is very good. Mac, give it to us. I'll go, I'll go four. I'll, oh shit, three and a half, three and a half blenders for me. Just the blendy part on the last one, but <laughs> I yeah, I, I really liked it. I it's fun as shit. Like I, I would get fucked up and watch this any day. But um, as like a movie itself, it's kind of it's it's slow to get going. And the like it's funny the the when it's not going, it's funny at first, and then it's kind of slow for a little bit. But then when it picks up, it's good. So I I, I really like it, but. And the kills are awesome. The fucking Greg Nicotero is just a, a master. Like he, you know, when he does a movie, because like nobody else can do what he does. A true yeah. master of horror. We didn't even say this is a full moon pictures, which is like puppet master, demonic toys, some <laughs> real bong. shit films. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I saw that. And I was like, holy shit, we're doing a, bl- a full moon feature on here. What? Yeah. Like I was stoked. Yeah. Yeah, couldn't believe Sam Sam Raimi would lower himself. <laughs> Back then, they were a legit production company. Now, now, now it's like Ginger Dead Man, Evil Bong. But before, <laughs> it was like Puppet Master had a budget. It was in movie theaters and stuff. Not anymore, but you know, Krampus versus Santa Claus. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, uh, I'm ready to give my rating. Uh, so I'm going to give this a 2.5 uh, Hamilton Beach Blenders. Um, although I found this movie stupid for a large portion of it, I did find myself enjoying it. So, like, I can't, like, shit on this movie. This is absolutely a movie I would want to get fucked up and watch again, uh, especially with, like, a group of friends that love oh, horror yeah. movies because it is, like, just a ridiculous plot and you don't really have to pay attention to what's going on until the kills really get going um, because the plot is sort of convoluted Uh, (laughs) um, I did really like the twist of the killer being the store owner at the end and the practical effects were good Um, and I just I, I think the concept is really interesting especially seeing as the movie is called Intruder but ends up being about the the, the shop owner. manager yeah so i 
I actually liked how they did all that. Um, it would have been cool if this movie was like more, if it had some scares and stuff, like I would have, that would have been sick. Um, so interesting movie, like not a must see, but definitely not one I'd say avoid either. It's, I think it fits like a nice, a nice niche of like, yeah, it does feel like a movie out of time. Like the fact that it was made in 1990, but it like some of the fight choreography is like, (laughs) so laughably bad Uh, (laughs) but then at the same time it doesn't feel like the movie is like meant to be just super stupid either it like takes itself seriously enough um so yeah it was definitely interesting i'm i'm glad i watched it that's for sure hell yeah miles what about you buddy um well I found myself immensely enjoying this movie because i enjoy (laughs) movies like this it reminded me a lot of sleepaway camp it has yeah. kind of the same vibes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So I enjoyed it. I I love the double twist at the end. Like I didn't see that it was the owner, and I also didn't see that he was gonna turn it around on him and send them to jail. Like that was a really crazy twist there at the end. And I don't know. There was a lot of laughs on my part. I don't know if they were all intentional on their part, but between the characters and like. You didn't care about the characters, but at the same time, they were fucking weird, and I liked it. <laughs> so I'm going <laughs> to give this one a 3.5, I think. 3.5 Hamilton Beach Blenders. Josh, what about you? Yeah, yeah I'll give it a 3.5. I always have a sweet spot for uh, slasher movies. They're my favorite, especially 80s slasher movies. Uh, I think the kills are phenomenal. The goofiness of this film is enough to, like, carry you through any bad acting or anything like that. Um, And once that you get the reveal of who the killer is, I love that it isn't just, like, a monologue of, like, well, I had to do it because they were going to take this place away from me. He fucking goes to 11 and is just (laughs) batshit crazy. And I'm I'm here for and that fun ending of like oh the the, the bag the good guys lose is <laughs> so out of nowhere and random that it it just is enjoyable. This was my second time watching it. It was a little you do know notice how kind of slow it is in the beginning on the second viewing especially, but I would still recommend it to anyone that's like a slasher fan specifically. Um, so yeah, three point five. Uh, Chris, I'll also say that the three of us request by next episode that you do watch The Mutilator yeah. and give us a short little review on next week's episode because that if you think this movie is crazy, you're in for a treat, my friend, because the <laughs> acting is bad, but the events that take place are going to blow your fucking mind. Yeah, for real. That's true. That's true. <laughs> okay, I can try to do that. That sounds good. <laughs> But, yeah, Mac, thanks for coming back, buddy. Oh, this was mad fun. I, I loved it, man. And you'll have to think of another one, another hidden gem. I like the fact that you come on here and uh, sprinkle some hidden gems on us. I got, so I got th- some more. I got some more. Yeah. Uh, have you watched Edge of the Axe yet? No, I got it. I just recently watched uh, The Burning, though, which was fun. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Burning's great. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I gotta check out Edge of the Axe. I haven't checked that yet. It looks great. It's on top of my list, and that looks like it could really be an actually good hidden gem of a of a slasher movie. So maybe maybe we do that in one next time. Yeah, I haven't yeah. seen that one. But yeah, plug your show, buddy. Tell everyone where they can hear you on the regular. So you could check us out at we get me and my my co-host Jay West. You could check us out at we get dubbed on Twitter and Instagram. Nah, we don't post a ton there, but you could you could always interact with us. We we will answer you. Um, our show is anime based. We uh, hit harder than a Goku gut punch. I'm not very good at selling us, <laughs> <laughs> as you can tell. You're but you're doing a great job. <laughs> we did. We do have an episode upcoming with Miles, which is about one of the fucking craziest anime movies I've ever seen. Um, it fits kind of right into fucking this. Wild. <laughs> it was wild. I have no idea how to pronounce the name of it. <laughs> But uh, o- Overfiend is its is its uh, America name, but it's tentacle porn mixed in with horror shit, mixed in with it's just wild and eighties craziness. 
He sent us a clip. It was something else. (laughs) (laughs) It's the craziest thing I've ever seen. Um, So, yeah, that episode will be dropping soon if you want to hear Miles on our show. Um, And, you know, we've had all three of these guys on, so you can check out their episodes. It's always a good time. Hell yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Well, yeah, thanks again for coming on, buddy. Thanks thanks for having me. I love talking some fucking stupid horror. (laughs) (laughs) It's the best. Uh, you can check out this show on social media. Get soshed up. Uh, we are on so Facebook, <laughs> Facebook, Instagram, Twitter at H on H Pod. You can get some of our merch over on our merch store, which is H on H Pod dot Threadless dot com. Sloppy breakfast. Yep. Yeah, yeah. A little bit of sloppy breakfast. <laughs> yep. It's the best. Uh, but yeah. Miles, hit us with that outro, buddy. Well, just remember that life is tough, so why not get high on horror?